This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors and our affiliate members. And our goal is to provide our listeners real facts, real stats, and some good critical thinking. Here's a good one for you on critical thinking. I thought of it on the way to the show this morning. Here's what you hear on the news, the stats and all. But Welcome Home Radio is in its third decade of being on the show or being on the radio. Third decade. Now, that's a kind of thing you hear on the news. In reality, it's only our 15th year. But I'm stretching that out because the first decade was 2009. Then you got 10 to 20. And now we're at the beginning of the third decade. So when you hear news reports like the real estate market is going cold and then you read the rest of the story and it's down two and a half percent two and a half percent I mean I always heard three percent statistically was the margin of error so um, all right so just a little commentary on critical thinking and and think for ourselves and not just what um, what's put out there and, and I threw myself under the bus there by saying we are in our third decade. Well, to help out in our third decade, today we have Angie Vanderville of Vero Mortgage. Good morning. Good morning. And you're here today because you also have another role. You are the Community Outreach Director for VAREP. Yep. Tell us what VAREP is. VAREP is Veterans Association of Real Estate Professionals. Uh, Their main goal is to um, help with putting veterans in homes. Um, And then from there, we go into other community outreach programs. Um, We try to help veterans with other resources Mm -hmm. as much as we can, whether that's helping them with um, resources for um, medical, if we can, helping them find other resources for needs they might have in their home, whether Mm -hmm. it's cleaning, um, repairs on their home and then we also dabble in the suicide prevention we, we're really big into the helping mm-hmm. with suicide prevention you know I didn't know that so oh, really? it's good okay. yeah I didn't know yeah. that you reached out that far oh, yeah. into the community I knew that VARREP it, it um, and I've attended some of your events mm-hmm. I, I know that you do a lot to promote uh, the VA loans yes. and getting veterans into homes I didn't know about the actual community outreach into helping them get cleaning services, medical services. Are you the only one here in Central California, Angie? Um, Yes, our Fresno chapter is the only one in Central California. Um, We're trying to expand that. I'm trying to grow our Fresno chapter to reach more in the Central Valley, like down into the South Valley. Well, maybe Welcome Home Radio will help because we cover the whole Central Valley. Now, our listeners heard this third voice. And I've, I have yet to introduce him. Um, <laughs> and that is Dennis Keithley. Dennis is with, uh, and you got a, a new company now. It's called Reverse Your Thinking Mortgage. That's correct. All right. That's thinking outside the box as far as coming up with a name for a company. That's correct. Yeah, unfortunately, my 
former business partner, longtime friend, passed away back in uh, mid-December, so I had to look around for another option, so I admit Mark, who is the owner of it, uh, there's a round table of people that do reverse mortgages, lenders, and so on, so that's how I met Mark, and he's based in Southern California. I got you. Well, for our listeners, the, the main part of today's show is we're going to learn a lot about veterans' benefits, uh, specifically in uh, home mortgages, but as I'm learning today, also some other things. And um, then we're also going to learn from Dennis quite a bit about reverse mortgages, and I think they have a, a is there a new name for it? called a HECM, or Home Equity Conversion Mortgage. Actually, that's the real name of it. It started back in 1989. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that term's been around for a while. Right, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to Angie again. And you have some events coming up that are going to promote veteran benefits. Tell us about that. Um, One of the events, the more recent events (coughs) coming up is in March, March 14th. We have a VA appraisal event coming up it's uh we normally call it a lunch and learn but it's going to be in the morning so we're going to call it like a coffee and talk (laughs) our um national it's going to be a national from our national level va rep is going to be talking from 10 to 11 i believe he's going to be talking about the changes to va appraisals that's going to be at the sequoia brewery on march 14th on champlain and perrin that should be interesting because there are changes coming there's so many myths about va appraisals exactly and we're trying to clarify a lot of that Um, and i actually did a lunch and learn with a realtor's office um, in december and it was kind of interesting some of the myths that are still out there so we're hoping that that'll help a lot of people we already have quite a few people that are going to be attending that and then from 11 to 12, or yeah, 11 to 12, we'll be um, opening up for questions here locally. Mm-hmm. Anyone that has questions locally with our VA rep chapter. All right, and Dennis, you had a point to consider there? No, I just, uh, I have a warped sense of humor. Oh, yeah, for our listeners, yes, he does. <laughs> I was just gonna ask if, we, if beer would be served or near beer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, we're not planning on serving alcohol, Got but it. the brewery did say if we want to, we want to open the bar, they would consider. Opening and bar. who would you suggest to uh, to attend this, uh, Angie? Um, a, a lot of realists in the real estate industry um, would definitely be attending, but pretty much anybody um, in the loan industry, real estate industry, um, s- anyone that's interested in selling their home, uh, potential buyers, if they want to know more information about how the VA appraisal works and any changes that are coming this year. And that's March 14th. March 14th. What at time? Sequoia Brewery. It's going to start at 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, you really can't call that a lunch and learn. Nope. Maybe a brunch and... A brunch and, brunch and brew? And no. Yeah. <laughs> a coffee and brew or brew a and coffee and talk. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, brewing the coffee. Right. Yeah. Not what you were thinking, yeah. Dennis. Oh, it's wow. a play on words there, right. yeah. And then we also have another <clears throat> event with the healthcare that I was talking about. Um, coming up in May, on May 10th, we're doing a Valley Veterans and Seniors Resource Fair. It's going to be hosted by San Joaquin Valley Rehab Hospital. And it's going to be a vendor fair. We have about we have over a dozen healthcare um, providers that are going to be setting up booths there, 
it, we're planning on it being a pretty big event and it's all healthcare providers that are gonna be letting the community know what resources are available for veterans and for seniors. Um, it's gonna be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on May 10th. And again, it's gonna be at San Joaquin Valley Rehab Hospital. What's the cost of you to booth or table um, we're not. We're not charging for booths right now. We're closed for accepting new vendors. So if anyone backs out, um, yeah, if put me on the list. Yeah. Well, like I said, I I oh, wanted yeah, you to I come think and speak. Yeah. Right. Um, about the reverse mortgages, but we're really excited about that one because there again, vet, there's veterans that don't know the resources that are available to them. Like sometimes they'll go to the VA hospital and get whatever services are provided there but there are other outside services and there are healthcare providers that accept VA benefits that the veterans don't know about. And I've got to add this in here. I am not a veteran, but my life has been greatly impacted by VA benefits. First of all, when I was eight years old, my parents bought a home on the VA program. That's where I realized I was going to become a realtor because I still remember every aspect of that escrow. <laughs> right? Right, as an eight-year-old. Okay, but then also, now, yeah, I'm 18, yeah. right. <laughs> um, the other thing is my father, who was the veteran from World War II, mm -hmm. he was greatly benefited by all the benefits mm -hmm. of the VA program, including living the last 10 years of his life at a VA facility down in Los Angeles. And he was the king of that place he he loved it yeah. um yeah he uh he loved all the camaraderie mm -hmm. but the benefits he got were amazing yeah. I, I i remember every three months i'd have to go down there with him and we'd have a interview with the charge nurse the occupational yeah. therapist the physical therapist um right. yeah and he'd all he'd tell them all what they could do i am <laughs> exactly no you can vote like the angel flight um, no, I don't. I haven't dab I haven't gotten into going to the bases yet. I reached out earlier this year to um, or last the end, towards the end of last year to the bases because I wanted to get involved in some of the canine units and that kind of stuff. Um, but it's kind of hard to get on base and to get involved with them because they're they're really busy. Um, but I had a similar experience to you with my father towards the end of his life he got a lot of care from the VA and I spent some time at the VA hospital and that's kind of what what drove me towards this and getting more involved in it uh, just seeing those experiences with the veterans I think that's what drives a lot of us is our experiences from the past when we were kids etc and it helps create a passion right in our lives and, and so here you are you're wanting to give back because of that experience right. that you had. And just seeing how it can benefit the family members. Like, I, I'm not a veteran myself. I didn't serve, <coughs> but my little brother got um, education from my dad's veteran service. He, he got in on a GI Bill for education. Mm -hmm. And that led him to actually working in the VA hospital, fixing wheelchairs for his work-study program. So my little brother was involved with veterans and health care. And, and your little brother was not a veteran, but no. he, so. So there's extension of benefits to surviving members of a veteran family. Where does someone find out about all these benefits? Um, it's, it's 
all over the place. That's that's what I was saying before is that's what VA rep does is they try to put the veteran or the veteran's family in contact with the different resources of where they can find the, those benefits. So I'm going to highly recommend to our listeners to attend these functions mm -hmm. um, because even though you may not be a veteran, uh, more than likely you're related to one and maybe there's benefits there that that can help out and you can you can just be involved with veterans like i i'm now involved with the va hospital and their their outreach their volunteer services and that opens more doors for me to find out what other resources are out there mm -hmm. okay so i i loved what you just said it's not just about receiving the benefits but it's also an opportunity to give back and give uh, not just take yeah. so excellent Absolutely. On that thought, we are going to our first commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 KYNO. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and I love what Angie just said as she heard that music. That's awesome. Because that is our, our show, a lot of today's show about veterans. And hey, here we are on President's Day weekend. And um, it's a time to be proud of America. Um, we really are the best. I, hey, we got some struggles right now. But um, that's life. You know, and, and through some of these programs that we're talking about today, um, there's opportunity out there. And I loved a point that came out in the first segment. It's just not an opportunity to take from a program. It's an opportunity to give to a program also and to help others. And that's what makes our melting pot of America so great. We are in a melting pot here in Fresno. Yeah, yeah. I pick up a slight accent uh, from you, Dennis. <laughs> I, I have an accent? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and that's because you're from Easton, uh, Easton, Pennsylvania. No, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Easton, California, right? Old plowboy. All right. Um, all right. Let's turn to Dennis now. Dennis Keithley of Reverse Your Thinking Mortgage. Um, tell us, maybe give us a definition of home equity. Well, that's a good question, Don. A lot of people don't really understand what it really is. I'll give an example, say your home uh, value is $100,000. You have a first mortgage of say 30,000 and you have a home equity line of credit of 20,000, so you owe 50,000. So as you extract uh, 50,000 to 100,000, so your home equity be $50,000. And what's interesting, we juniors, we seniors, actually have close to $12 trillion of home equity in our home. It actually is larger than 401k programs so a lot of people, I like the ad, is that you, you, you're sitting in a pot of gold and you really don't know it as a senior. So uh, it's always good, like you said, the whole purpose here is just to educate, to learn, just find out about So a lot of people really don't understand home equity, you know, what's owed, stuff like that. So good question, Don. Okay. So it's the difference between what the value of your home is and how much you owe against it. Correct. Yeah. So in 
use the example of a hundred thousand. I'm going to advance us here twenty years. <laughs> so if something's worth four hundred thousand and you owe three hundred thousand, you have a hundred thousand worth of equity. Correct. All right. So what is this HECM Home Equity Conversion Mortgage? It's a fancy name for a mortgage. It's a loan. All it is, it's uh, based on someone who's 62 years or older, and they want to convert idle or dead equity in uh, the portion of the equity in their home. So it's actually was started off by Congress, uh, by Reagan, 1989. So most people know it as a reverse mortgage, but the real term is a HECM or home equity conversion mortgage. So it is just basically set up because unfortunately a lot of seniors we no longer have a pension like maybe our parents had. So all they really have are savings, and if they're lucky, maybe a, a small 401k. So it gives them access to additional funds just to enhance, improve their, their living. I always like to say I uh, work with seniors trying to help them educate in place and just, uh, you know, just be in a better, better position uh, during their life so they don't have to run out of, out of assets, their money during a lifetime. I remember way back in the 19, early 1980s, I was working with this friend who was, in fact, he became an analyst for Wells Fargo Bank. So he had a very, very analytical mind. And he told me, there's no way Social Security can survive for another 15 years. And he gave me all these mathematical calculations and, and such. Well, I, you know, he turned out to be wrong, but not entirely because Social Security income is probably not sufficient in most cases for, to sustain a, a lifestyle uh, in your older years. So you need something other than Social Security to make ends meet. Right. If you talk to financial planners, you know, they do the same thing. If you go through and uh, they just say, Don, if you make an X amount, so calculate 70% of that income to be, you know, what you're going to have in your retirement age. So you're right. Social Security is just one aspect. So how do you individually or as a couple, how, how do you make up the difference? A lot of people might have a port, uh, stock portfolio, so it might be drawing down. Uh, they might have had annuity. <coughs> they might have insurance, might have CDs. But the biggest thing is you're going to be paying all that down. So how do you survive, particularly now? Um, you know, we all read a lot. I'm seeing now a lot of people say calculate to being living to 100 years old. So how do you live a decent quality of life? How do you take care of your health care needs? Because unfortunately, as we age, little hiccups come up. And uh, so a lot of people don't realize with Social Security is, yeah, and Medicare is not going to pay for in-home care or assisted living, so where's that income? Where's that money gonna come from? It's gonna come from your kids, you know, because many times they're struggling or they might be living with you and or you might have your parents living with you. So what do you do? So I'm gonna give my simplified version of a reverse mortgage and tell me where I'm right or wrong on it. Um, all right, so let's say you own a home, it's worth $400,000 right now but you owe 200,000 on it. Okay. And you, so you have $200,000 worth of home equity. So you can actually get a 
I guess it would be called a line of credit from a reverse mortgage where they say we'll lend up to maybe 80% of the value. Um, and then they'll, the lender will make you monthly payments. Is that correct? Uh, part of it is, and that's why we really believe in education. And so what we would do exactly, you say you have $200,000. So what part of that equity, $200,000, can I uh, go into? So there's several factors determining what you really get done. One is going to be your age. The youngest borrower is going to be on title. Number two is going to be the interest rate. It fluctuates up and down. And number three is going to be the, the value of your home. So we take that in consideration. And we used to use a rule of thumb of 50% of your equity, we could uh, lead, however, now with interest rates going up. So you have a couple of options. You can get, like you said, you get a monthly payment for a portion of your life. You can get X amount of dollars, like an annuity for a number of years, or you just put all the money into a, a line of credit that grows tax-free, sort of like an emergency fund that can be used. And it continues to grow irregardless of the market. So say you gave the example of your home is worth $400,000. Unfortunately, it's going back to a 2008, 2009 scenario where kaboom, you know, everything just crashed. So now your home is only worth $200,000, but you owe $250,000, but you have a line of credit of say $50,000. So you're not gonna be, that $50,000 is gonna grow irregardless of the value of your home. And sometimes that line of credit could be worth more than the value of your home if it's not uh, tapped. So it grows irregardless. Okay, so let me see if I have that right. Even if the value of the home dips below the agreed upon amount of your line of credit, you can still use that line of credit. Okay. Exactly, I think what you're looking at is most of us are, are used to a home, uh, HELOC, a home equity line of credit. So with the HELOC, again, I'll go back to 2008, 2009, even recently, so Wells Fargo, B of A, Chase, and so on, had a line of credit. So let's say, Don, you graciousness and so on, you qualified for $100,000. And you drew $20,000, and then, whoop, we're gonna freeze that amount, or you're gonna have to pay it back. So with the reverse mortgage, you can't be frozen, cannot be taken away from you, it continues to grow. It, it's just there to be used when and ever you want, and there's no restrictions on that money. I I saw somebody do this one time. They had a uh, reverse mortgage, and it had that ability to write a check mm -hmm. for a, a large amount of money, and, and they used it to put a new roof on their home. Exactly. Yeah. P plus, they were continuing to withdraw so much money per month to help with living expenses. Exactly. It's very flexible. And particularly for a realtor, realtors don't realize you can also purchase a home with a reverse mortgage. So if someone's downsizing, say they're in a two-story home and all of a sudden we can't walk or go upstairs like we could, downsize, right-size, and actually purchase a home. So the realtors, they don't realize, so that's an option to get additional listings or sales just for that, that mere fact. You know, a thought just crossed my mind because sometimes we hear bad things about reverse oh, mortgages. Oh, no, really? I, yes, but here, but I, it just hit me. Here's why. It's the beneficiaries of the estate that don't like it because it's like, oh, man, there went all the equity I was going to inherit. 
you don't hear the good things because they're already on the other side of the pearly gates. Right. But they're thinking, man, that reverse mortgage was the best thing I ever did. You're right. It really has to go back to what is a benefit or benefits for that, that couple. What we'd like to do, as anyone in the industry, we would like to involve all the decision makers who be kids. I always joke about the noisy neighbor, the, the know-it-all neighbor yeah. next door. Could be your priest, your rabbi, uh, so on, or it could be a financial planner, could be a insurance person, whoever you might really trust, a realtor. I like them, like we're doing here, like having a conversation. Don, what have you heard about it? What have you read about it? Mm -hmm. What do you know about it? And then it's really a, like what we're having here, a conversation asking questions. So it's really a totally misunderstood product. The myths have been around since the uh, 1960s. It was a horrible product until 1989. They really changed around. So a lot of protections for us seniors. So that's yeah. what I like about it. And I, I love that you said there were myths about it. Some of them came about because it was true but was is the key word here and not no more. Correct. So, and, and when we come back from our next commercial break, we're also going to talk about some of those myths on the VA loans mm -hmm. and VA appraisals. And we'll also get back to the reverse mortgages. So hopefully after today, everybody has a more open mind on, on these uh, programs. So stay tuned to welcome home radio, 940 KYNO. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here in the studio, we have Dennis Keithley of Reverse Your Thinking Mortgage and also Angie Vanderville of Vero Mortgage and also the Community Outreach Director for the Veterans Association of Real Estate Professionals. And you guys are trying to do some good things for the veterans and their family members. What we touched on this in the first segment about myths about VA loans, VA appraisals. What are some of the most common myths? And let's debunk them. Let's I don't even know if that's a word. Mm -hmm. Debunk. Let's bust them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> bust them. We'll be the myth busters. There we go. Um, VA appraisals. Um, one of the myths of VA appraisals is that the VA appraisers are a little more hard on the properties than a regular appraiser. A VA appraiser is actually a regular appraiser. They just go through more um, training, you would say, with, with the actual VA administration. Um, they get specialized training in what to look for in the homes. Um, as far as the inspections go, we have to do the termite inspection that's required on every VA loan. So that would be a difference that on a VA loan, a termite inspection mm -hmm. is a requirement, mm -hmm. whereas on a conventional loan or even an FHA loan, mm -hmm. it's not a requirement. Correct. They can do it kind of outside and yeah. you don't have to see the report. Still a good idea, though. Oh, always a good idea. This way you Reports know what you're buying. For the buyer, yes. Yeah. Um, but as far as the VA appraisal goes, um, they just look for certain things, and again, it's to protect the veteran, protect the home buyer. Um, there's myths about what the veteran can pay for and what they can't pay for. 
they actually can pay for the repairs on a v any repairs that are called for on a VA appraisal as long as the funds are verified the veteran can pay for those so a lot of sellers were afraid to accept the VA um, offers because if the VA appraisal came in with repairs on it they were afraid that they would have to they would be on the hook for all of that now and that's not necessarily the case it, in fairness to the myth mongers yeah. <laughs> that stuff used to be true right mm -hmm. yes well okay yeah yes or, or to some extent uh -huh. um, so it did used to be that on a VA transaction the seller had to pay all of the escrow fee mm -hmm. even though here locally the the norm is to split the escrow yeah. fee but you're saying that's no longer true no it's not it's not true so the veteran can pay for half of the escrow fee and the notary fee as long as it falls under a total of one percent to the veteran mm -hmm. okay now i'm gonna here's comes a loaded question okay. i didn't prepare you for it but it's how i think okay okay um there when you said that the va appraiser is going trained mm -hmm. uh, and there may look for uh, uh, the myth is that they're going to look for other things mm -hmm. now is there a difference let's say the home was built in 2012 okay. so in other words fairly new there's probably not much difference I mean, what can the VA appraiser pick on right? It, right it's such a new home let's say the home was built a hundred years ago okay is that going to be a tougher one for a VA appraiser than a conventional appraiser. Of of, okay. So the things that they're going to look for are. By the way, I didn't know that would be the answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to look for health and safety. They're going to look for dry rot. They're going to look for chipping and peeling paint, kind of similar to an FHA, mm -hmm. where they're going to look for health and safety, things that could potentially be hazardous. Um, if there's, you know, wires sticking out, faulty wiring, if there's outlets hanging out of the wall. Um, things that on a conventional loan, they could just kind of look, look aside or like put it back in the wall and not notice it. So mm -hmm. things like that. I mean, th and that's putting it simply. There's obviously a lot more that the VA appraisers are trained to look for. Um, and our little coffee and learn thing that we're going to do is going to go into a lot more detail about what they're what they're looking for but it has mainly to do with health and safety um, roofs things that could potentially cause harm on the property so if uh, i think if we made the statement that if a seller who maybe receives multiple offers on their home and they have a home that's only 10 20 30 years old they really don't have anything to worry about. And now if there is a health and safety issue, right. I'll bet the buyer's going to ask for it anyway. Right. And the home uh, inspection is going to show all of that uh, on a conventional uh, loan too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if it is a health and safety issue, eh, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, maybe a good Let's idea to take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's take care of that. Right. <laughs> um, now, but it, it might be fair to say if you have a home that's 70, 80, 90 years old, mm -hmm. um, and you have multiple offers, one's VA, um, maybe look around your house and see, it, are there any issues? That, look, yeah. Yeah. And, and we did, in that Lunch and Learn I spoke about earlier, we did, uh, we had an escrow company come in and do a seller's net sheet 
on the same purchase price doing say a $5,000 credit to the buyer versus lowering the sales price five to $10,000 and the seller actually netted more on a VA loan versus lowering the sales price $5,000. So it comes out actually a little bit better to the seller and you're helping a veteran. Okay. Now, I've also, is this a myth? I heard that VA loans with no money down, so the lender's making a 100% loan on that, yet the myth is, and maybe it's truth, that ha the VA loans has one of the lowest foreclosure rates. Um, I don't know that I've heard that. Okay. Yes, that's yeah. true. It is true? That is true. Yeah. I could see that. Um, veterans tend to be a little more proud. They're not going to get ah, out of their home. And structured. Thank you. That's yeah. a, a perfect word. Yeah. They tend to be more proud because they earned. They earned it. They earned that benefit. And it's when you when you have buyers that come in with nothing down. In a veteran's case, they sacrificed already. They gave their sacrifice to their country. They worked really hard, and it's not free. Yeah. They, they understand that it's not free. That they they got this benefit or this loan guarantee and to back that up when i was a kid uh, like i said eight years old my parents got this va loan um i don't think i ever didn't hear that it was a va loan for years and years and years they it, it was like i gotta make that payment even though we're struggling we gotta make it because that's a va benefit right and they and i don't hear them say I got a VA loan, I usually hear them say I was able to use my VA benefit mm -hmm. to get my loan. Yeah. Because my dad had a CalVet, I think I mentioned to you earlier, then we added some asphalt, some other work out in the ranch. So that was also paid by CalVet, you know, so he borrowed some additional money. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing years ago was when it was finished, you know, just tore up the mortgage, you know, the paperwork or had a bonfire. <laughs> so it really enhanced, it really helped the family. Yeah. Yeah. And another big myth is that you can't use a VA loan more than once. You can only use it once. Um, and that's not true. You can use it mul multiple times depending on your eligibility. And as a, as a lender, experienced lender, I've been able to help veterans get eligibility to use more than one time. Um, and VA rep also has helped um, buyers get their eligibility restored. Mm -hmm. um, another myth is you can't use it for refinances, which again is not true. You can do cash out refinances. There's an interest rate reduction refinance loan. So on the VA <coughs> program, you can do a cash out refi? Absolutely. Hmm. Yep. So there's all kinds of benefits, again, that people aren't aware of. Um, another one is that some people feel think that you have to be out of the military to get a VA loan, and you can actually get it while you're active military. You can get it actually if you've only been a re reservist. You can get a VA loan. So there's a surviving spouse can actually qualify for a VA loan. Okay, so a lot of I myths. didn't know that yeah. part. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of myths out there. All right. VA loans. So therefore, with all those myths out there, mm -hmm. go to a qualified professional. Yes. A local professional. Somebody who knows about VA loans. Yeah. And VA rep can answer a lot of those questions as well. I mean, obviously, I would like all the VA loans, but. Yeah. <laughs>
But you, you can only work 24 hours exactly, a day, right? right? So I only have 24 hours in a day. Y- so. Yeah, you may have to share them a little yeah. bit. <laughs> um, okay, so other than no money down mm-hmm. requirement, what are the benefits of a VA loan? Um, usually you get a lower interest rate. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't want to talk about interest rates. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to change come Monday. Yeah. Well, yeah. not Monday, but come Tuesday because Monday's yeah, a holiday. Monday's a holiday. Um, the benefits is, yeah, the, the low down payment. Um, off the top uh, of my head. The I mortgage insurance is, is... There's no mortgage insurance. Payment. No mortgage yeah. insurance. Okay. Um, if, they're, if they're on the veteran disability like they they have a service related disability there's no funding fee upfront funding fee that they have to pay mm-hmm. um they don't they don't have to pay more than one percent of the fees like they're they're limited in lender fees and escrow fees to that one percent mm-hmm. so if it exceeds that then we rely on seller credit or the lender can help with some of their fees so a veteran who's buying a home can actually do it, get a hundred percent loan, and you just said the seller can credit like closing costs, so yeah. they could actually do it with no cash up front. Potentially, yeah, if they had enough seller credit or the lender is willing to help. With when the rates were really good, we were actually able to do it where the buyer would actually receive their earnest money deposit back. Hmm. Interesting. Right now, it's a little tougher because we're having to spend more money to get the rates down to an affordable payment. But okay, yeah. but it's nice. Also, your active military, all the benefits you get, you know, like your clothes, yeah, we you can know, add so in on. There. So uh, they can e- easier to qualify too yeah, for a veteran. Yeah, it is easier to qualify. I mean, an active uh, person in the military. Yeah, we can add in their 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 housing allowance and all yeah, that. food allowance, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Interesting. So. Rule of thumb, yeah. rule of thumb, lenders will say your debt to income cannot exceed a certain percentage. Correct. But VA what you're saying is with VA, it can go even higher. Yep. I've seen them exceed 50%, 55% mm-hmm. and get accepted. Excellent. So, All right. With that, it's time for another yep. commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio with us, we have Angie Vanderville of Vero Mortgage, and we also have Dennis Keithley of Reverse Your Thinking Mortgage. Now, going back to the reverse thinking on uh, reverse mortgages, or also called HECMs, I have a few things that I've heard tell me, truth or myth? Uh, And that is that uh, when you do a reverse mortgage, the owner is no longer on title. False. Big false. false. That goes back to the 60s. So uh, the lender, the borrower is always on title. He or she is put on title. So it's still their home. We don't take it away from them. You know, we pull the carpet out or do a pest inspection and, you know, give termites to them and stuff like that. All right. (laughs) Here's another one I've heard is um, when the home is sold, if there's money left over, that 
the homeowner or the family doesn't get it. Uh, they give it to me, Dennis Keithley. <laughs> so what really happened? I, I told mean, you uh, he had a warped sense of humor. <laughs> I do, uh, and, and now he shares warped. it with Angie Vanderbilt. It's always okay. warped all the time, and pretty much <laughs> Angie. Angie creates that that uh, that aura. <laughs> so uh, that's that, that's really false because what happens is any money that's left over goes to the estate, the heirs. So it's their money. So uh, you know, they put a big kibosh on that that idea. All right. So that was not true. Correct. Um, how about this one? The home is sold after the um, the senior passes on, and the loan is more than what the value of the property or what they're able to sell it for. Uh, who gets stuck with that bill? Great question. Uh, what is the nice features? Because this is normally an FHA product, so there's what we call mortgage insurance premium, so it covers that event, meaning if you, the estate, you're upside down $1,500,000, so the home itself is by itself. It's called a non-recourse loan, so the heirs, the estate, do not have to make up the difference. Okay. So you aren't stuck for that money, <coughs> Don. So it's insured by FHA? That is o correct. Or HUD? Uh, FHA. FHA, But okay. it's under the HUD. Yeah. But it's an FHA-insured product, at least the normal one that most people know. We actually have a second one called the Proprietor or Jumbo. We can actually go up to $6 million. So that's a lot of product that people don't realize. That would be for your situation. Right. Oh, so yeah, it's called right. Reverse, <laughs> your th reverse your forward thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know. I, I dress like I'm a billionaire, right? Right. Well, that's why I, ro I wore my sun-made raisin uh, <laughs> polo shirt today. All right. Hey, the two of you are the ones that have a lot of swag here. I see that oh. both of you have welcome home radio hats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I wore, I, 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 I've worn it to the FAR meetings and some other meetings. Oh, there you go. Or, or to, when it, there's another realty company that also meets. I won't mention their name, but you know, when I go sometimes to a meeting, I'll have that hat on. Good. Do a little promote, advertising for Welcome you Home know. Radio. That's right. Because right. you also have a warped sense of humor like I do, so I appreciate Who, that. me? No. <laughs> so Don Scordino, do you know him? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All My right. My brother-in-law knows you, and you, you know who I'm talking about and his dad, the personal B. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I sure do. Um, All right. So... Going back to reverse mortgages <laughs> and, and, and off the way we dress, um, what what are the what's the best benefit of a reverse mortgage? I think the greatest one. There are actually multiple ones. I think is no mortgage payment. Is once because we pay off any mortgages that are due, and also can pay off credit card debt and so on. So it really puts you or the family in a much better position. So this goes back to Don or Angie. If you're making that $1,200 or $2,000 mortgage payment and you don't have to do that, what does that do for you? Or mm -hmm. what does it allow you to do that you can't right now? So it really frees up a lot of money. Uh, the other thing is just freedom. Don't freedom. have to make that, you know, uh, again, sort of go with the President's Day weekend, you know, freedom. Uh, and just also pride, it just takes a lot of pressure off of us seniors because the biggest issue now is taxes, worried about taxes, worried about inflation, 
talked about eggs, you know, went to a big box store, seven bucks for a dozen eggs. I'm not going to buy eggs, gas and so on, uh, health insurance. So it just takes off a lot of that pressure every day, goes back for, God, that's really nice. Mm. Also, yeah, yeah, I can buy <laughs> eggs. Well, I worked with a guy in Louisiana when I was licensed in Louisiana. The biggest thing I really liked about it, because he was able to buy fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, and he was getting everything canned, so he really was strict on the budget. So it just, that, that sigh of release, you know, wow, you know, mm-hmm. how, how good, it's a great feeling. All right, and I take it that like most loans, this is a great product for some, but not for everybody. Correct. All right. For example, an adjustable rate mortgage is a, a great loan for some, but not for everyone. So it's important to understand. And the way that you understand is work with a local professional that you can sit across the table from and, and they take the time to explain it so that you do understand it. Um, and it's not easy. You know, I've been a real estate broker for a lot of years, and I'll tell you that uh, I don't under, I mean, I learned a lot today just from the show. So, um, so like Angie and I, uh, Bessie, like you are a consultant, we're consultants. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna sit down and understand, you know, what have you heard? What do you know about it? What have you read about it? Stuff like that. So we want to have a conversation with all decision makers so that way they have that knowledge and education, not just from hearsay or the old myths and so on, so they can make a better decision. And then sort of like going back, you know, sometimes you're correct. I won't, we will not do a loan for someone. They're going to be moving in a couple of years. I don't want to do it for them. They're spendthrifts. I'm going to watch out for that because yeah. I'm going to be very, very careful if I'm going to suggest that to them or not. Okay, excellent. As we're wrapping up the show, Angie, I'd like to ask you, what do you want our listeners to remember most about today's show? Just um, really consider the resources that are out there for our veterans. I kind of wanted to circle back. I think I said that VA rep dabbled with suicide prevention, and I wanted to correct that. We don't dabble in it. We're very heavily involved in the veteran suicide prevention. We have a program called Stop, Drop, and Push that we're involved with. Um, I don't know if the listeners know, but there's 22 veterans a day that take their life. Mm. Um, So that's really important to us, and we're very involved in that. Um, Get in touch with us. We have a Facebook page. Um, Just ask about that and see how involved you can get. And all the veterans that are out there listening, definitely reach out to us. Find out what resources are available to you. All right. Thank you. And thank you for doing that, too, by the way, for part of my community. So, Dennis, what do you want people to remember most about today's show? Uh, It's not what you think it is. The whole idea is get educated like what we're doing today. Learn about the product. Ask questions. Uh, Just don't go off of what you hear from some other uh, place. Sit on local person and, you know, whoever it might be. You just talk to a professional like a real estate professional, find out what's going on, uh, see if it's a benefit or not, and go over it. And then we, we're not pushy. We're a consultant, like I said. 
you know, we want to see what's going on. You know, why are you considering this? So the whole idea is educate, educate, and educate. All right. And the thing I want people to remember most about today's show or about any show is local. And it's not because, it, I mean, sure, it economically benefits the local community. The money stays here rather than going out to Ohio or New Jersey. But also you have the ability to have that personal touch um, it, and, uh, and to better understand things. Uh, once again, I, I so often hear about people that didn't understand their refinance and they got taken to the cleaners mm -hmm. by some out of area person they've never never seen and that person doesn't have to worry about running into that client at the grocery store right. or at the gas station um, <coughs> and so you know they can walk away and forget about it with all that the, all the fees that they they took out of our community and out of that individual's pocket well most of all, I, I want to thank both of you for coming in, sharing your experiences. And, but most of all, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in to Welcome Home Radio 940 KYNO in our third decade.